You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Pitch hitting, the catcher number two. Also, Karen in row J eating the hot dog. Did you mean to tip 167% yesterday at Lake Cafe restaurant? Just checking. So, meet Eno, the Capital One assistant that catches things that might look wrong, like over-tipping, then sends an alert to your phone and helps you fix it. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com for details. Limitations apply. Hey, this is Sugar Shane coming at you with another episode of uh, Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got Billy D's with me. How's everybody doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing all right. A little, uh, a little tired just from work today, man. They about wore my really? ass out, man. Between trades and you. we were busy today too. We were just like slammed. I mean, I think it's the damn sales we got. We got like every damn meat in the deli department's on sale. I don't even know why they even bother having a sale. Just say everybody come in. Everything's on damn sale. Might as well because it's just like everything. Of some sort is on sale, so everybody's coming in. We got like salami for three ninety nine and all this kind of stuff, and people's buying that for like two and three pounds at a time, and they're going home and freezing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not a salami eater. I've never been a salami eater. I don't eat. I, I just okay. I I had a person put it up there. They said you like salami, and I was putting a pound up there, and I looked at it and I said I'm going to be honest with you. I said uh-huh. I like I'll eat it on a sandwich occasionally. I said right. that. That pound of salami right there, if he was to talk, I said that would last me the next 20 years. Really? And that's no bullshit. Yeah, I don't. I hardly ever eat it. I just don't. I'm not a huge salami. I mean, I'll, if I make a sandwich every now and then, if I want it, I'll buy like four slices. And I'll put four slices on the sandwich, and that's it. It's too much salt in it. I'm not a huge fan of sodium. Okay. I don't, I don't eat a lot of salt. Um, I'll season my food when I cook it, and then when I'm done, that's it. I don't add salt to my food. I'm not a big fan of salt. Okay. But uh, how you been the last few days? Oh, I've been all right. I've been busy with work and all that stuff. We had a, a pretty nice turnout at the marketing meeting, which you were almost going to come to, but apparently you, know, you got busy. Well, or you had... I'll be honest with you. Funds was a big part of it, too. Uh, which one? Well, funds. Oh, money. Oh, oh, funds. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was another thing. Is uh, I kind of ran real low. They're not trying to get into a personal thing here on the air, but... Uh, I was running kind of low, and I didn't have enough far as, you know, with gas. Oh, I got you. Back and hey, I've been there. So that was the main reason. I meant to text you, forgot all about it. And I think by the time I realized it was already over or something like that, and I was like, yeah. So, uh, but that was the main reason. I'm, hopefully I can try again when y'all do it again. It was just, that was the main reason. And uh, Have you checked out the uh, uh, the new, the update to the app of Twitter? Have you checked that out yet? I uh, don't think so. 
Okay, because I I did it. And it's it's different now, and I'm I'm not sure I'm digging it. You know, it takes a while to get used to it when they right. change things around. But I don't know. I just uh, is this a recent update, like today? Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, I just okay. Did yeah, it a few I, hours ago. Oh, okay. I haven't went on on my phone and went to update yet, so I probably yeah I haven't updated it today. Oh boy, what's what's different about it? Well, I, I I the way it was before, you would check your timeline with the lower right hand corner. Now this is on the on the phone on 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 an apple phone i'm not sure if it's any much different on an, on an android I, or not i don't know right. and it's it if you're on a pc it has nothing to do with it but the uh where you normally checked your timeline and stuff was in the lower right now that's the messaging thing so i'm constantly hitting my messages which uh. quite frankly i don't give a to give a damn about most of the time uh, yeah most time it's always a damn auto messages i hate that shit and the Man. other thing is, is that to to access your your full profile, you know, with like where the timeline is, you you have to go up in the upper left, and it's it, the, your profile, your lists, and your and, and all that other stuff, your settings and everything is is on a panel off to the left now. And uh, I used to I used to be able to to like to look at at my most recent tweet and all the things underneath it. I used to be able to to, yeah. to like to do that. Yeah, I did. Too. And now there's an extra step, or at least that's how it seems, unless I'm doing something wrong here. But it's definitely different. Yeah, I hate them auto messages. You'll follow somebody, or they'll follow you, or whatever the case may be, and all of a sudden an auto message comes up. Hey, this is an auto message. I hate to do that. I know you hate them. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Well, so why send it? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing there, man? Because I don't really care, and it's always I, I, some shit you don't give a damn about. I, I actually did a. Uh, a presentation about Twitter here about a year or so ago at, at not at the one you almost went to, but I go to another, uh, it's more structured. It's more of like a classroom environment. Mm. And they asked, we all have to take turns doing presentations and stuff. And I did one on Twitter. And one of the things I said about a direct message was that was intended to be a personal, um, private message with someone that you're at least acquainted with online. Right. Okay. It was never intended to be a marketing tool. Yeah, okay. That's what it's turned into, yeah. And, and uh, one of the guys, you know, after, after the presentation was done, he said to me, you know, I, I agreed with just about everything you said, except for the fact that, uh, you know, the instant messages, he does that. Because what, what happens when somebody follows him, he sends them some sort of a a discount or, or something, an offer to use something. And I said, well, isn't that what tweets are for? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can't you, can't you tweet it to them? I yeah. mean, why do you have to use the back channel to do that? So I, I just don't dig it. I mean, it, it's one thing if somebody you know says, "Hey, I've, I've been you know, checking out your business, or I've been you know watching, reading your tweets, and I want right. to ask you a question or something." That's different. Yeah, if they sent me one saying, "Hey, I've been listening to your podcast, awesome show." That'd be one thing. That wouldn't bother me. Don't sit there and right. you know, send me a bunch of stuff saying, hey, here's how to make your podcast better. Spend $422 and all this. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Or the second, you, the second you follow somebody new, I mean like the second you follow them, you get one of those auto direct messages and, and, and they're wanting you to join them on Facebook. Oh, you yeah. Know, I, <laughs> He just followed yeah. you back on Twitter. Yeah, I don't, don't ever follow them on, I don't ever follow them on Facebook. I don't even hard most of them. And I'm fixing to clean up the ones I follow on Twitter. To be honest with you, okay. on my personal account, there's uh, some of the ones I follow. I'm, gonna look, I'm unless it's something promoting around my what I'm wanting to do. 
Right, right, right. Uh, the radio stations I'll still follow and things like that. But if it's just some of these others that I followed, I'm going to unfollow them because I mean I'm you know I just want to get rid of it. And uh, but I don't follow everybody that follows me. I mean I, I get these real estate agents and shit follow me, and I'm like yeah okay whatever, and I don't even follow them back because it's, it's right. a way, there's no point wasting my time. Right, and, right, right. Uh, uh, I don't want to dwell on this, <laughs> but um, you spoke you I, I know I don't know if you, you don't know him. And I don't remember if you remember talking with him on Facebook about one of the posts that I put. But Ed Brown, he's uh, on my Facebook page. Okay. Uh, y'all had uh, like talked back and forth one time on one of the posts I had done. I forget which post it was. I okay, okay. But um, he's actually a stand-up comic. And, oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what he does on the side, too. And, uh, and I was posting today that this weekend I'm going to start writing some material, even though it's probably going to be August before I ever start. Because when, when I go in July, I'm going to go two or three weeks in a row, like I've said before. <laughs> but uh, probably be August, at least, before I do anything. Uh-huh. But I right. want to go ahead and get a jump start on some material. I've already started taking notes and writing already. Okay. And uh, he turned me on, and I'm going to look into it. There's an actual training class that he had went to that's a stand-up comic training class that uh, teaches you. And uh, you go, and I don't remember what it is. He said you go, I don't know how long. It's not like a long, long time, I don't think. But then at the end, they actually put you on stage and let you do your thing. Right. It sounds very similar to what I did. Right. Mm -hmm. It might be. It might be. The guy's name is Dave Swincer. Swincer or something like that is his name. Okay. But um, uh, So I'm going to check into it. They sent me the website link. So I'm going to look into that because I wouldn't mind trying that out too, you know, possibly. It's uh, At first, I thought you said it was an improv class, but it's not an improv class. It's an actual stand-up comedy class where it teaches well, you how to do that. What uh, what comedy store is it through? You know? I don't know. I'll have to let you know when uh, when I look. I haven't even looked at the website yet. I just got the link. and uh, okay. I, was planning on, I was planning on doing that tomorrow because I'm off work, and I was going to do it sometime in the morning or something, just check it out. But, um, yeah, I'll let you know, though. And... Uh, the other thing is Jeff that was on the live last week that I didn't know who it was at first because his picture didn't show up in the profile. He's actually yeah. a guy I work with, and I want to apologize. He gave me hell this week because I didn't know who it was. But um, I couldn't think of who it was because I'm not good with names. If he would have told me the guy, you know, exactly what it was, I would have knew who he was. But uh, he's a guy who works in the meat department, so he was listening last week. I want to thank him for listening and everything. I don't know. He's probably uh, – he's got to be up early in the morning, so he might not be listening live. Hopefully he catches a download. But uh, uh, he's a really good guy. Uh, I like okay. him a lot. I like him a lot. I plan, cool. plan to have him over for dinner one night. I told him that because uh, he's really uh, – being him, like we go out on break sometimes. We cut up and carry on. He's just, he's just a cool guy. He's, he's backing me. Uh, he's another guy that's backing me 100%. Uh, he thinks I'd probably be pretty good at it. So, like I said, we'll okay. see. Cool. I got a question, man. On you, know, I want to get your take on this, and I'm not trying to get into the whole big drawn out deal, what's going on with this Russia shit again. But right. I, I'm starting to wonder too now myself. Do you think that we are witnessing a possible witch hunt here? Because we went with Kami. Pretty much, right. what he said didn't mean shit. And now they're going right. to talk. Now they're talking about investigating Trump. For obstruction of justice now, since they couldn't get nothing else done through Sessions and Comey, now they're going to do this. Do you think it's almost it's almost starting to sound like one, man? I'm not trying to take the sides of the Republicans like you said. Like no, I said, I'm not I'm, bi- I'm not biased. But it's almost becoming damn ridiculous. Yeah, it is. 
I mean, yeah, it's, uh... I, I mean, he's called it a witch hunt, and uh, and, yeah. and, and and you know, I have to I have to take his side on this. Not that I he said that you get me for talking about obstruction for justice when you got absolutely no damn evidence. But here's Hillary Clinton, all the evidence in the world, she obstructed justice. I mean, hell, all the damn emails deleted. They said she took hammers to damn mobile phones. Yeah. So, I mean, what in the hell? You ain't going to do that to her ass? Right. And you go try to get, so, I mean, I kind of got a side with a dude over that, man. Like I said, I'm a person, (laughs) I'm a person. I'm a person that when I see something's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's right. And this, 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 this is bullshit. Right. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I mean, it's almost getting to, that, to where I don't even want to turn on damn news anymore and look at it because it's got like, which I get most of my news through YouTube apps because I don't, I don't have cable, so I don't watch a lot of TV. So I get most of my news through that. But hell, I'll get up there and there'll be 12 of them in a row about this shit. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, man. It's getting a little bit ridiculous. It is, but you know, I, I'm not sure what's going on there. It just seems like there's an awful lot of smoke for there yeah. for there not to be fire somewhere. And um, I do agree with but that. But you're right; they, they they don't have a a a concrete thing to go on. So it seems like they almost keep stabbing in the, in the dark, hoping that they're going to draw blood somewhere. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it comes to a, it's going to have to come to a point where if they can't find anything concrete that, it, that for the good of the country, they're going to have to move on. Yeah. I mean, that's just. Yeah. Yeah. Because all they're doing is slowing up process altogether. Right. All this is doing is slowing every damn thing down and the country's not getting any better for it. Right. And uh, it's, it's just getting awful. And uh, now I do have one question I can't understand. I don't know if you've heard about this, but the compounds, Maryland and uh, New York. Have you heard about I'm that? Sure. No, I'm not sure I know where you're going with there's, this, but go ahead. There's two Russian compounds. It used to be Russian compounds in Maryland and New York. Okay. Where, they, where Russians were actually, I believe, were doing spying. Obama had them during the siege. Russia, Trump is considering giving those compounds back to Russia and Putin hmm. has not and Putin has not brought nothing to the table. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what yeah, this that's, is about. Yeah, I have to check yeah, that out. Yeah, you have to look you have to look into it. Yeah, it's 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 I believe it's actually I believe if I'm not mistaken, I heard that shit on Fox News, not CNN. Really? I believe hmm. I heard that on Fox News. Cuz hmm. they were showing the scenes of the compounds and all this shit. And uh, uh, he's talking about giving them back to the Russians, and nothing's been brought to the table on the Russians then. Hmm. Now, that's kind of kind of spooky because I mean I'm like, what in the hell are you going to give them back for? For nothing? I mean, just hey, something don't add up there. Mm -hmm. That's just truth. There's no reason for us to give those compounds back whatsoever. Especially right. with nothing on the table. Yeah, that does sound odd. I don't know. But uh, that's something you might want to read into because you look into Because, yeah, that's what I was, I was. I was actually watching that tonight, and I was like, what the hell? Matter of fact, uh, one of the places I heard it, too, was not the only place, but John Oliver was talking about it tonight. Oh, I heard yeah. Him, yeah, he was talking about it. I was watching his show. 
and he was talking about it. Not saying that everything he says is right, because I did hear it from right. another news sure. source, but I thought that was kind of strange. Did you hear about the two Georgia birds we had down there? Jailbirds the, that broke out? Down they, where? Down in Georgia, Putnam County, Georgia. There was two guys that were uh, inmates <laughs> that broke out of jail, killed two no, guards. No, I did not hear, no, I did not oh, hear it was, that. Yeah, it was a nationwide manhunt. Really? Okay. Yeah, they killed two guards when they when they when they oh, escaped. Oh And uh, they finally tracked them down today. They got them not too long ago. They got them in uh, Tennessee. And the thing about it is, the damn idiot was going. <laughs> One of the damn idiots was from Tennessee, <clears throat> and they believe he was headed back home. If I get out of prison, the last fucking place I'm going is home because that's going to be the first damn place they check. Right, right, right. Who is that damn stupid? Yeah, I got I a know. great uncle. I got a great uncle that was that damn stupid. On my on my mama's side, he broke out of jail one time. He wasn't a murderer or nothing, but he broke right. out of jail and uh, went down to his sister's house, and they caught him there eating a pan of biscuits. <laughs> 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 he wanted her biscuits, well, she made some damn good biscuits. But I mean. Still, I wouldn't if I wouldn't have went. I don't want to go nowhere home. If I'm getting out of jail, I might contact home in some way. Right. But my, my ass is getting the hell out, but I don't want to ever be in that damn situation. But they got him caught, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess they could get death row now because they'll retry him for the murder of them two guards, I guess. Hmm. I would think. I don't think it's Yeah, well, be obviously, able, when you kill somebody, yeah. it's a capital offense, yeah. Right, right. But I don't know what they were in there for. But uh, if they killed him, two guards. But uh, Sean said he wanted to catch him. Might have been money in his pocket. <laughs> oh, I don't know what the award was, award was on it, but reward. Right. But I was glad they caught him. Did you hear Dennis Rodman? So reportedly, I think it was this week, went to North Korea. Went back over there. Right. I don't know what they don't know what he's doing. What he's doing going over there? I think he's just visiting, but he seems to love the damn place so much. Why don't he stay? I guess. I mean, I, I, mean, I got nothing against the guy. I mean, if he's a, you know whatever, if he wants to you know def, what do they call that defect? Yeah, defect from the country. He's That's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. Hell no. He's not going. Ain't nobody going to renounce their American citizenship. I can guarantee you that. They ain't going to let him wear all that goddamn makeup over there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I wonder when he gets on the plane, if, he's, if his carry-on is his makeup bag. No, we're about to take nothing He's one of the weirdest damn dudes I've ever seen, man. Great rebounder. I give him credit where credit's due. Yeah, uh, Sean said word is they came through the town he lives in, which is Bowman. Right there in Bowman. Oh, okay. That's what I'd heard, too. I'd heard they were right there in that area, which is where I used to live. But I heard they were right there in that area. All right. An, S, an SUV kills nine people not kill sorry let me rephrase that injures nine people they ain't been anybody confirmed dead but it was near the lincoln tunnel went off uh in midtown down there in, Ma in manhattan and right. uh near, near the entrance and it went off the side of the curb and injured nine people and it had georgia tags the driver of the suv i haven't heard anything about alcohol or anybody being right, involved. right involved i don't know anything about that Putin has offered Comey, you heard about this, <laughs> political asylum if charges are brought against him. Oh, man. 
Are you no sure about shit, this? No shit. Heard that on the damn, out of his mouth. Of course, it was translated, but it was out of his mouth. It was at his, what was it they called it? He does an annual broadcast on television there in Russia. And it was at, okay. the, annu- it was at the annual broadcast. And he was explaining, what he was trying to do is explain the difference between Snowden and Comey. All right. But when he got done explaining that difference, he said, oh, but I will let you know, I want to extend that if he does get caught, or get if he gets charged or punished for what he's done, that we offer political asylum here in Russia. No bullshit. That ain't gonna happen. Oh no, it ain't <laughs> gonna happen. But I'm just saying he offered it. I mean, no, hell no. Right, right. Happen. I got you. No, I got you. No, right, it huh? ain't gonna happen. But he did yeah, offer that. Huh? I'm, I, that's just him stirring the fucking pot. Yeah. That's all he's doing is stirring the fucking pot. He don't give a shit about Coleman. Hell, nine times out of ten, if he went to Russia, he'd probably end up dead within a week. Yeah. <laughs> but that son of a bitch. <laughs> and the last <laughs> thing I got, we'll get to your topic, is uh, all right, all right. crotchless jeans for women. Have you heard about these? Yeah, they're not really even crotchless. They're like a garter. Right, and, right. right yeah. yeah, they're a garter, and then they're, the straps come down and hold up pant legs. Yeah, it's almost like damn suspenders for jeans or something. It's weird looking. It's weird, yeah. but I guess they got a shirt. Well, it's a garter, it's a garter belt. Yeah. Oh, they, they, okay. what, what, what typically a garter belt does is, is go around the hip area, and then the straps go down and hold up hose. Oh, okay. Well, now what's happening with this is their 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 blue jean, a blue jean garter belt with these straps going down and holding up blue jean pant legs. That's what it is. Yeah. Aren't they the ugliest damn jeans you ever seen in your life? Well, not a, not every woman can wear them and look good in them. I mean, that's oh, of course not. <laughs> but, but I mean, it just—I don't even think they look good, though. I mean, just hanging on the fucking rack. I think they look like shit, and they want yeah, five hundred and seventy fucking dollars for a pair. Yeah, of it's not. It's not something I would. Uh, not something I would do. Five hundred. I mean, maybe if I was a woman, not something I would. do. Could you imagine walking into a store, though, dude, and paying $570 for a pair of jeans? Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're going to do it. There is no way I could pay that if I had damn money like that. I, right. I mean, you might as well just rend over, touch your ankles, and say, screw me a little harder there, buddy. I mean, $570 fucking dollars. Right. That's, that just blows my mind. I can't even fathom that. I mean, that's like, in some instances, that's two car payments. You're spending on one of them pair of jeans. Right, 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 right. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Well, well, you got the topic. Go ahead and tell the title of it and everything. Well, I don't know if I have a title per se, but it's there's a lot of discussion right now about the level of rhetoric that is involved in in society today and in, in you know, coming from political leaders, certainly coming from commentators and so on down the line. And a lot of this is this discussion, obviously, is from the shooting, which uh, critically injured um, <clears throat> Scalia. Let me let me sure I have his exact name here. Scalise, I'm sorry. The exact name is Steve Scalise. He is uh, a representative. In Washington, and uh, you know they were kind of—I don't want to say they were making light of his injury at first. They said he was shot in the hip, 
Yeah, that's what they sound like. When I first heard it, I thought it was okay, you know. Right, and um, the, you know, a hip injury and shoulder injuries are often portrayed in movies as being no big deal, but actually they're very dangerous injuries because there's a lot of bleeding associated with them. And apparently this bullet went through his pelvis. And that don't sound, that don't sound good. Mm. I mean, this, uh, this bullet did a lot of damage both to soft tissue internal organs and bones so I, i'm i'm not sure how many times he was operated on but um he's had numerous surgeries and he's in listed in critical condition so damn oh, he pulls this through. uh what's that said i hope he pulls through oh absolutely yeah i mean this is uh this is terrible now the the shooter apparently was going after republicans he came up to the to the uh, to the baseball field, and he asked somebody, "Is is are these Democrats or are they Republicans?" And the guy said, "Well, they're Republicans." And apparently, he went back, and got a gun, and uh, opened fire on the on the people there. And it's hard to say exactly what happened. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of stories out there, but it sounds to me like he basically just Sorry sprayed. Yeah, yeah, he just sprayed the um, where, where the where the people were. He just sprayed that area with bullets. And um, uh, there were some security people there uh, for this representative, and uh, they stopped him. And it came to light that he has a long history of talking bad about re- Republicans. He has a long history of you know, saying that you know Trump is a traitor and all the all this other type of stuff. And they made a connection to him being a follower of Bernie Sanders, and Bernie Sanders. The shooter, uh, they, they made a connection to him being uh, a follower of, Ber- of Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders, of course, uh, made a statement yesterday that he con- strictly condemns this. And and here's where, you know, we've talked about the partisanship before. We've talked about the getting into these little camps and, and, uh, and uh, presenting your own version of the truth. And here's what I don't like. I don't... Any reasonable person is not going to, for a moment, draw any connection between Bernie Sanders and this nutcase. Okay, but there oh, are people. There are people on the right. Oh, look! You know, look at oh, he's following Bernie. Oh, look at this. You know, and that's just total BS. Well, even if he was, Bernie's not told him to shoot the damn people. Absolutely, Bernie would be the last yeah. person. Would be the last person that you would make any type of inference that he, uh, you know, encouraged this type of thing. Now, another thing that they're drudging up about Bernie Sanders is a number of years ago when uh, Gabby Giffords was shot. He apparently, at the time, uh, what's her name, uh, up in Alaska. Oh, uh, Palin. Sarah Palin. She apparently made a... Um, some sort of a chart that in regard to political foes and and the, the, there was this map about winning different districts or something. I'm not sure I know the whole story, but she used crosshairs, the type of sight that you use in a, uh, in a rifle. Right. Okay. And he apparently said, well, you know, this was something that is not good. And it, here's the thing. I don't equate those two things. He's right about that. If Sarah Palin, if 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 
if this is all true that she and I, and I vaguely remember this, if she was putting crosshairs on political opponents in, in this day and age of all this violence and all this shooting, it is irresponsible. And I put it in the same I put it in in the same category as walking around with a severed head of a president. Yeah. Or or hanging another one from a noose. These are all things that we do not need. Okay, he's right about that. Sarah Palin should not have done that. Yeah, it was a stupid and, move, very irresponsible. Yeah, and uh, I agree with him on that. He was right about that. That's exactly the type of thing that's contributing. And I'm not. I want to be very clear here. I'm, I'm very, very much against blaming anybody other than the person who committed the violence right you know we know we we, we touched on this on the last show it's a, it's, it's a matter of personal responsibility mm-hmm. i would ne- i would never blame anyone who said something no matter how inflammatory it was to be directly responsible for somebody else's actions however there is a tipping point where we're constantly having these images of severed heads Apparently, there was a play here the other day where uh, Julius Caesar was dressed as Trump. He had orange hair, and he had you know the jacket and the red tie. Yeah, that was a Tony they, Awards. Yeah, they they stabbed him on stage, and everybody says, "Well, you know, all the liberals said, well, you know, it's really Julius." No, no, it's not. I mean, they obviously made the 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 guy yeah. look like Trump. That's all you right? know, and that's and that's sad that they do that at the Tony Awards, which is a great award show. And they do this at the Tony Awards, and it's such poor taste. Well, it, it, I, apparently this is part of a I, – I don't know the whole story here, but the the, the play itself, and, and liberals were saying, well, you know, Julius, see, that whole, that whole thing, that, that play is really anti-assassination. Uh, and, and let me tell you something that's all BS. It was an excuse to get a likeness of President Trump stabbed on stage is what it was. Right. That, and uh, – that's Here what again. all these we've talked about this before. It's what all these entertainers are doing. They're getting up there now, and you got all these wanting to get up there and accept their awards or do these shows, and they all got to put a twist on it to talk against Trump. Yeah, and that's well, ridiculous. I I don't mind the the exchange of ideas, but here would be my point. Like it or not, these very distasteful things are protected under free speech for the most part unless you incite violence, which some of those images come damn close. Right. right. But with that that being said, what free speech provisions do is prevent governmental censorship, governmental silencing of you. I believe that collectively, we as a a society have have to be... very objective and say when when something like that happens that that's ugly. You know, I, I don't want any president's head, whether I like that particular yeah. president or not, is beside the point. I don't want any president depicted that way. And this idea that this rhetoric now, this these highly charged radio shows, some of these highly charged cable shows that talk about revolutions and talk about going to war for what you believe in. These are words that are very dangerous in a country of 330 million people. Well, it's very dangerous. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, even even if only 1% of the population hears that and is motivated to do something, that's a lot of people. 
That is a right. lot of people. Well, That's you see, the reason, the reason why it's so dangerous today, and people can say it's different. It ain't no different now, whatever they want. I, I don't buy that shit. It's a lot different now than it was 50 years ago. But the reason why it's so dangerous to do that shit is we live in a country that I don't know what the percentage is, but I, I don't know. I'd probably be afraid to know how many are mentally unstable. Oh, absolutely. And you sparked the wrong damn shit. I mean, look at the, not to get off topic, but look at the occults we have. I've been watching documentaries on occults here lately just to see what the, the, you know, the mind state of people. People's fucked up. They follow anybody for everything. So, you know, you get up there and you put a severed head up there or some shit like that, they're going to take that as I need to do that. All right. Because their mind's messed up. That's why it's it, a dangerous thing. It, it contributes, even indirectly, to a fanaticism. That actually the word cult is a good word because in here again, I've, I've said this before in this program, but we're getting to the point where it, it's one thing to be a conservative or a liberal, but it's another thing to be in your own bubble, yeah. to be to be in your own reality. And any, anyone who is outside of that reality is the enemy. Anybody who is outside of that Reality is someone who's out to destroy your way of life. That is that is exactly the recipe for radicalism. That is exactly the recipe for a cult. Right. And we and we have so many people now. These crazy talk show hosts, like the guy, and I'm not even going to say his name, but the guy who said that the, the the shooting there, where all those children were killed a number of years ago, was a hoax. Oh, I think okay. I know who you're talking about. And, you know, that type, can you imagine being one of those parents whose child was murdered and yeah. having some jerk on the radio and on TV saying that your story was made up? Yeah. I'd have took his ass if it had been me. I'd have picked his ass up, tied him up, put him in the fucking car, took him to the damn funeral and say, hey, does that look like that's a fucking hoax asshole? Right. I hate to be that way, but that's just that's just the truth. I well, mean, you know that's that's turning into somewhat of a media fiasco too, because he did oh. an interview with Ma Megan Kelly. Mm. Okay, I don't know if you followed this. Megan Kelly, who is now with NBC. Okay, she did an interview with him last week, and she previewed it on her show last Sunday night. Oh. And and they touched on that. Okay, and that set a firestorm on fire on on social media. And now there's a bunch of people who are, you know, threatening not to to drop their advertising from her show. And from what I understand, he is saying that he's got portions of that tape that I'm not sure what he's insinuating, but there was more stuff said than than what was in the interview. And he but does he uh, still sticking to his is he still sticking to his story? As far as fake? I know, he as far as I know, and he double talked it on the preview that I that I um, caught. Oh, okay. okay. He double talked it, but it, yeah, he feeds he feeds that, and he says nine eleven was a conspiracy, and that just drives oh, me. Oh man, nuts. I, I got a. I'm not. I won't go into people that I know, but I got people in my family that think that's a conspiracy. There you know, no I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't argue that our that our that our government let its guard down, and, right. and oh, no quite frankly, that. made a lot of mistakes out of recklessness. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, starting with the Clinton administration, and everybody blames Bush, but starting with the Clinton administration, the static, the static in the intelligence com community that something big was coming was getting very, very loud. It started in, during the first World Trade Center bombing, and then about the time the USS Cole got hit with that bomb, it went through the roof. Okay, mm -hmm. and all through 
that election and everything else in 2000, the static was very, very high. There were a lot of people in the intelligence community that knew something big was coming. And all those intelligence communities, all the, all the paperwork and all the people who were supposed to notify the other didn't do it. Mm. And uh, I, I, there's absolutely no question that that got fumbled. There's absolutely no question that that got fumbled. But to say that there, there was some kind of an organized conspiracy. Well, I'll say it, I've had people tell me that the building was you know, demolitioned. And they're even worse. And, and the thing about it is, is I've, uh, when I've seen buildings de- demolished or, you know, seen them on video, and there is somewhat of a similarity, but not, not exactly. But the thing about it is, is people, there were ashes in the air and shit for days after this bombing. I mean, went down the streets and shit of New York City. There was like right. 90 buildings that were affected by this bombing. Right. Okay? That is not a demolition. Uh, demolitions do not affect the air for days. I mean, there was like a clouds and shit all over that damn place for days. It didn't just right. settle, in, you know, in just a day. So, well, no, you, I, it wasn't a demolition. What, 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 what do they need to make the, pl- the buildings fall other than two jumbo jets flying into them? Exactly. I mean, it, 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 it's just it, – Oh, they say ridiculous. rocket oh, – their fucked up theory is rocket fuel to the, the airplane fuel wouldn't cause them to burn and all this shit. Like, all of a sudden, these assholes come out of damn woodwork, and they're damn uh, – they're, they're building the experts now, you know, all of this shit. And I'm like, man, you don't well, know what the you, fuck you're talking about. It's like a well, missile well, that a, bitch. I, I've I've actually researched this a lot over the years, and I don't have it fresh. But in in the years following that, when all that started, I, I kind of researched this, and there's a lot of science in how things burn. Okay, and there's a difference between temperature and heat. Okay, and it sounds like that. What does that mean? Well, for example, if if I, if I were to take you into uh, let's say in minnesota right in the middle of january when it's like minus five degrees okay and we were to take uh a, a, one of those little blow torches where you get the blue flame to come out of it and we right. we fired up the gas we mixed the oxygen we, we got a little blow torch going now i guarantee you that blue flame would be hotter than hell okay but standing out in that field that would not keep us very warm right no okay now, by the same token, we take a pile of old wood and we light it on fire. That fire, temperature-wise, is nowhere near as hot as that blowtorch. But you couldn't hardly get near it. Right. Okay, You couldn't hardly stand to get near it without feeling the heat on your face. And the difference is, is because when you have a lot of fuel, you have a lot of oxygen, you have a lot of things happening there, there's a lot of heat energy being released. And what happened there, you had the perfect storm in those buildings. You had jet fuel. You had other combustible materials in that building. And plus, oh, yeah, when, the, when, when the plane flew into that building, what did it do? All kinds of air is blowing through it. Okay, mm-hmm. so you had plenty of oxygen going through there. And what you had was the perfect firestorm of an incredible amount of heat on that steel. And that, that heat that was in the – when you light a, a blowtorch onto a beam – Okay, the whole the the beam is is cool except for the place where you have the blowtorch on it. Those beams were completely engulfed in an enormous amount of heat. Okay, yeah. and that steel had no way to vent that heat. 
Okay, and in that situation, you actually have have substances that normally are not combustible. Okay, that will burn. Okay, anything will burn if you get it hot enough. And what happened was is that the framework of that upper structure started to give. Now, I, I've heard different stories about this, that there were some structural engineers who worked for the fire department. And they knew that those buildings were going to come down. But because of the fact that the radio traffic was so was so, the radio signals were so jammed, they couldn't tell all the firemen at the same time to get out. OK, and a, a number of, um, uh, of firemen didn't believe it because let's say you were on the on the 60th or 70th floor. Yeah, the building seems fine. It ain't going anywhere. All the troubles above you. But what they didn't realize was the way the, the World Trade Center was constructed is they wanted a lot of floor space. They wanted to save what happens when you get a building so tall, so much of the inner space is taken up by structure. So what they did is they came up with a system where the outer walls and the inner core were the support structure. Okay. And they never imagined they they never imagined that any of the any one of those floors was going to be supporting more weight than what you could fit on it. Okay, even if you stood people shoulder to shoulder on it, it was that floor was going to support those people. I mean, there was never going to be a time when 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 the 80th floor was going to be holding up, you know, seven semis. <laughs> okay. Right. So they, exactly. so they so what they did was the outer structure, the outer the outer support structure was designed because of the fact that they were very tall and very flat. They were designed not to tip. Because the worst case scenario, you know, aside from a plane hitting it, the worst side the worst case scenario for those buildings was number one, a hurricane coming in off the coast, which which can happen in New York, okay, or uh, an earthquake. So that that structure was built to be strong from going from side to side. That's why they didn't tip over. That's why they came straight down, okay. Because what happened was those individual floors, when one started to give. You had a floor that was now supporting twice the weight that it normally would, and then right. that gave. Then the they're floor all going down that, like dominoes. Right, and then the floor beneath that was holding up three times more the weight than it was ever attended. And then that, the floor before below that was holding up four times the weight, and it just went down like a vertical domino. And the buildings didn't tip too much from side to side because they, were, they had tolerances built in them to withstand hurricane force wind. But never, nobody ever imagined that there would be force going down. Okay, that's why those buildings fell the way they did. It is that simple. Oh yeah, you really need to go to the museum. You would love it. Oh, I would love to go. Yeah. I would absolutely love to go. I mean, it's something I only want to go to once, but because it's so emotional, man. It's just like when you leave there, all you can do is just be silent. You don't even want to talk. Right. That's just that's how emotional <laughs> it is. I even, even thinking about it, I can get emotional. <laughs> but it's uh, it's something everybody needs to experience once. That's for certainly. sure. Certainly, certainly. But uh, I did want to say this. I did have this written out. Getting sure. back to what we were talking about. The Democrats are blaming. This is the mentality we got in this country today. Instead of us joining together when this man gets shot, we got Democrats blaming the Republicans. And Republicans are saying it's because of the Democrats that he was shot. That's right. I mean, it, it's like playing the blame game. And then, no, and then what happens? Nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. There should right. have been a reason to unite. Absolutely. Not to get on a, off of on another tangent. 
I don't I don't know where we're headed in this country. I really don't. I, I mean, I would have never thought this. At least when 9/11 happened, we all united. We all tried to stand. You know, you had some some fucked up people out in New York wanting to you know beat up Muslims and shit. That's not what I'm talking about. But right. I'm talking about as a whole, we tried to join together. You know, and you know, said prayers and you know whatever the case may be. You know, we were trying to have you know in one accord, one union. You know, right. Hell, if something like that happened again now, I don't know what in the hell we'd do. Right. I don't know if we'd blame Republicans or blame Democrats or blame this or whatever the hell we'd do. Right. This country is in one fucked up mess and people don't see it. Nope. The vast majority of the 350 million people in this country are walking around in a goddamn fog. And too stupid to realize it. And that's what I have a problem with battling every day is just complete Mm -hmm. damn utter ignorance. Self-chosen. Because at some point, you've got to open your eyes and see the forest for the trees. You've got to realize that, hey, we are just beating our heads against a wall here. And unless we make some damn drastic changes... Not just worrying about who the damn president is, worrying about how who we are as fucking right. individuals. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be in one hell of a mess. Yep. Well, we got about thirty seconds left. What you got? Anything? No, let's just uh, let's all try to be objective and uh, pull together and get this country back in good shape. <laughs> Lots yes. of luck, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can be done. I'm not yeah. saying it can't be done. I just said I don't know. <laughs> when it's going to happen or what it's going to take for it to happen. Because, yeah, you're right. We do have to get together and unite and make a difference to make it better. But y'all have a good weekend. We'll be back Monday. I'll let you know what the topic is. Y'all have a good one. It's RYOBI Days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.